0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss' The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 660. Valerian did this several times. Then she took me by the hand and led me farther into the dark, where she repeated the odd, almost inaudible noise. After she had done this three times, it was so dark I could no longer see even the faintest shape of her. After the final pause, Valerian stepped close to me in the dark, pressing her body to mine. She gave me a long and thorough kiss that I expected to become something more involved when she pulled away and spoke softly into my ear. Quietly, she breathed. They come. For several minutes, I strained my eyes and ears to no avail. Then I saw something luminous in the distance. It disappeared quickly, and I thought my light-starved eyes were playing tricks on me. Then I saw another flicker. Two more. Ten. A hundred pale lights danced toward us through the trees, faint as foxfire. I'd heard of Fool's Fire before, but never seen it. And given that we were in the fey, I doubted this was anything so mundane. I thought of a hundred fairy stories and wondered which of these creatures could be responsible for these dim, madly dancing lights. Tom Sparks? Will-o'-Wisps? Dennerlings with lanterns full of corpse light. Then they were all around us, startling me. The lights were smaller than i thought and closer. I heard the hushed snowfall sound again, this time from all around me. I still couldn't guess what they might be until one of them brushed my arm lightly as a feather. They were moths of some sort, moths with luminescent patches on their wings. They shone with a pale, silvery light too weak to illuminate anything around them. But hundreds of them, dancing between the boles of trees, showed the silhouette of our surroundings. Some of them lit on trees or the ground. A few landed on Felurian and though I still could not see more than a few inches of her pale skin, I could use the moving light of them to follow her. I walked a long while after that, Flerian leading between the trunks of ancient trees. Once I felt grass soft beneath my bare feet instead of moss. Then there was soft soil, as if we were crossing a farmer's fresh-tilled field. For a time, we followed a twisting path of smooth paved stone that led us over the arch of a high bridge. All the while, the moths followed us, giving me only the dimmest impression of our surroundings. Eventually, Fallurian stopped. By now, the darkness was so thick I could almost feel it like a warm blanket around me. I could tell by the sound of the wind in the trees and the motion of the moths that we were standing in an open space. There were no stars above us. If we were in a clearing, the trees must be the end of the page. I'm Jeremy.
1: I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. And again, I don't remember much about this. This is this is almost new to me. It's kind of exciting to encounter the weirdness of the fae
0: as if for the first time. Yeah. And this is really well-described magical weirdness.
1: Yes. I like that there's a three thing in here. There's the she does the thing three times.
0: What thing does she do three times? The the thing. She's, what thing? The th-
1: I don't know because it was on the previous page and I forget. <laughs>
0: jail for jordana no
1: don't send me to jail but she does it three times and that feels important she she cups her hands to her mouth and she makes a noise like a like a like a purr she's calling these moths or something like that mm-hmm. and it's like they, she has to bring them somewhere so she calls them at this place and she has to bring them to i presume into midnight or something like that mm-hmm. so i darkest. wonder if like,
0: this is where they live so she has to come here to call them and then get them to go with her yeah
1: And there's a logic to it, right? Like, the moths are going to weave the darkness
0: or the starlight into the shade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I wonder if they are the stars. Oh. Because they're, like, glowing lights. Yeah.
1: Well, like, aren't there moths in the real world that make silk?
0: Yes. Yeah. That's why it works. But what if they are moths as stars weaving star silk?
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think part of what works about this is that there is no clear answer,
0: and it is very magical and like metaphorical. Ah, yes. Yeah. This is the kind of magic that really uh, tickles my pickle in a fantasy novel, where like there's enough that you can piece together to like make a kind of logic of it, but it's not explained. It's left to your imagination to to wonder.
1: What is fool's fire?
0: I think it's the same as Foxfire, which is the same... Like, you know, it's swamp gas is what UFOs are. Oh. If you believe the government that UFOs aren't real.
1: (laughs) I've heard of Will-O-Wisps, and I understand the concept of Dennerlings and Corpse Light, but I haven't heard of Tom Sparks.
0: I think they're all different kinds of the same thing. Because, like... Like, I, I think of a Tom Spark as just being another kind of Will-O-Wisp. Yeah, and it's
1: probably an antiquated name that he adapted for his other world. But I, I think of these all as being different names for Will-O-Wisp or possibly St. Elmo's Fire. Like, yeah. different, different luminescent phenomena.
0: hmm Especially of the kind that you might end up finding in, like, a forest or a bog. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, there very few answers here. I think we can theorize
1: wildly. I don't know that I want to. What um, you don't want to theorize wildly? Well, Who are you? It's, Is it's, your temperature okay? These are thi- <laughs> Ouch! I'm roasted. But, <laughs> um, the, the the these are questions better left unanswered. I think. Like maybe Rothfuss does have some idea of the logic. Maybe Rothfuss does understand why the why they went from a grassy place to a, a an earthy place and beyond maybe he does understand why there's a clearing but i don't think this would be improved by us understanding that
0: indeed yeah this is exactly the kind of thing that is better left unexplained by the narrative
1: i like that this is also kind of what i feel like is the first time that we come upon something that feels man-made fey-made i don't know like Um, the bridge the bridge yeah it's a it's something that was built
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the paved stone so that's kind of an interesting thing that i feel like we haven't Really encountered in Fey, and I really thought of Fey as being like a very natural place. So to have the bridge in it, I'm like, oh, interesting.
0: It, that's a good point. And you know, if we do want to tease out some some close reading here, it's almost like they're going from a more wild part of Fey to a more uh, tamed part of Fey because they go from grass to moss to soft soil, as if they're crossing a fresh tilled field. Before they get to the paved stones. So it's almost like they're coming out of like a wild forest into somebody's land.
1: Yeah, I see that. That's kind mm- of interesting.
0: Maybe they've crossed into the domain of a different fairy power. Mm. Maybe that's part and if if that, then maybe that's part of why Falurian is being so cautious because she's like trespassing in another fairy's territory that she doesn't want to piss off.
1: Reasonable, reasonable.
0: Yeah, but I feel like that's the kind of thing we'll never get a concrete answer for, and it's okay. Yes, I agree. Um, I also really like the, like, sensory detail. Because Quoth can't see very much, because it's so dark, we get a lot of other kinds of sensory detail. Like, he's, like, following her, her pale skin. He's feeling, like, he doesn't see where he's going he feels like the change of what he's walking on from grass to moss
1: yes and don't forget he's hanging chad right now so yeah yeah yeah. he's he's absolutely starkers so all of his his other as 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 we know when someone is naked all of their senses are enhanced so Mm. he's uh is that true yeah. Oh. That's why I'm naked right now.
0: Mm-hmm. We re- That's why we record naked, Jordan. It. Yeah. Not, that's
1: why we make you record. Yeah. Naked. Right. Of course. In, <laughs> our, big, in our big
0: Page of the Wind sauna that we bought with all that <laughs> podcast money.
1: Does it also have like three different length levels for yes. our legs when we're sitting in that's it? That's so right. it's the bar graph there's, sauna? There's three
0: different benches at three different heights. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's funny. like
1: that cartoon about equity except it's bench height. Yeah. <laughs> <there's> the <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, I, this has been thoroughly derailed. Thank you, Jordana. Sorry, <laughs> God, always taking us off topic. Hey, this is this is not normally my shtick. Hmm. No, this is my stick Heyo, oh, wang, 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 wang. <laughs> because I'm naked. It's a callback to the joke. I, I, just I got made. it. Okay, okay yeah. thank ride you. Yes. right round, baby. Okay, ride, so now round, who's bringing us off topic? Okay, yeah, I think we're, actually, we're, this is a sign we're that we're doing done.
0: Audible meat spin. <laughs>
1: I think this is a sign that we're done with the notes on this page.
0: Meat spin ASMR. Yeah, I'm done on this. Page. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Someone like gently, very close to the mic. Like, you spin me. Oh, I thought it would be like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> You can provide the helicopter yeah, yeah. sound
1: <laughs> All right, listeners. Yeah, I think this is a good place to to call this one. Uh, we'll provide ASMR meat spin directly into your ear holes from now until forever on page of <laughs> the wind. wind.